Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today we are going to talk about the five best steroid options for a beginner and I stress that because I recently did the worst and most harmful steroids for a beginner. So we're going to follow that up and kind of counteract that video but before we get into that guys, everybody, I can't thank you enough for the support on the channel and just 1 million percent gratitude. I'm very humbled. Thank you for all of your support. If you haven't let Please subscribe, like, share, whatever you can possibly do. Leave comments. It goes a million miles to help the channel grow. So I truly, truly appreciate it. Now, today's video is sponsored by letsgetcheck.com. And I have a video up that goes into great detail about this company. They are a specialist in at-home blood testing. I know many of you don't want to go to your doctor, don't want to use your insurance, or possibly don't have insurance. They have everything. Testosterone checks, full hormonal checks, even COVID tests at home, sexual health, wellness. They have male, female. They have every sort of test, all done at home. Check them out. Let'sgetcheck.com. Coupon code Jamelli. 30 will save you 30% off. Now, let's talk about this one because this one I'm sure is going to be controversial and that's great. These are my opinions and so I want to explain to you how to go about this in a safer way. Now, as a beginner, I consider a beginner someone in their first three cycles because you should be easing into things and learning your body, learning how your body responds to one compound, then multiple compounds, etc. But you never want to go overboard. You never want to do too much too fast. You can always increase, but once you go too high, you've already hurt yourself and screwed yourself up. So let's keep all of that in mind. Now, I'm I know when I do these lists that I normally go five, four, three, two, one. I have to start at number one today, and I'll, I'll explain why as we do that. But number one, the reason I'm starting here is because on your first cycle, I am one of the biggest advocates out there that you need to run a testosterone only cycle. So testosterone is obviously number one as a beginner. I do not recommend running multiple compounds on a first cycle. And since all steroids are basically testosterone derivatives, you should start with testosterone. Testosterone, in my opinion, is the backbone to every cycle. I don't run cycles without them. I know people like to do oral-only cycles, and that's fine. I'm not saying you can't get results there. Not at all. I'm just saying it's not the most effective and efficient method to go about it. I'm not saying that you can't do it. My recommendation, and if you don't agree, that's cool. I, I get it, and I know there's people out there that, that don't. I recommend testosterone only as a first cycle. So that's going to be my number one rated one. And that's where I believe that everybody should start. Now, if you are one that wants to start with an oral only cycle, then my recommendation would be to go, and this is my number two, is Anivar. Anivar is going to be one of the more mild compounds out there. Um, likely, aside from Proviron, which I am not putting on this list because it's not something generally you're going to cycle uh, being like with the expectation of it performing like other steroids. It's more of a steroid enhancer than anything else. And I actually have a video on that as well. The five big benefits of Proviron. You're going to want to check that out. So um, Anivar would definitely be my first option for a beginner to go with. It, and and I've, I've, all of these compounds I have talked in great detail and explained. I'm just going to give you quick, you know, analysis here. Anivar, um, it, it's not drastic in terms of the side effects or make you too big too fast. You don't want to do that right away. It's too much 
strain and stress on joint ligaments and tendons and you really want to avoid that in general but especially when you're newer to this and uh, you don't want to put that kind of stress and strain on yourself it's going to be lower end side effects the results are going to be great you should be able to manage it's a toxic oral steroid so you got to worry about that but it's definitely should be at the very top of the list um, on safer steroids for a beginner now, as I said, your first cycle, always pick one compound. I generally, like I said, testosterone. So now we're looking at more of your second cycles. These three are gonna be the safest ones on a second cycle. Um, obviously, Anabar we already talked about, and you're gonna want tests in this cycle. So um, Primabolin, number one. Primabolin is one of the cleanest compounds out there. I The only issue running it so early is that the possibility of high amounts of post-injection pain, but you've already gone through one cycle. So it's not like your body's just now learning how to, to go through pinning consistently. Whereas, you know, Primabolin wouldn't be a great option on a first cycle for multiple reasons. Um, one, though, the post-injection pain. But other than that, it is very, very clean. Uh, the, you should have really zero issues aside from the possibility of some some shedding of the hair. And if you're not prone to that, you're probably not going to get that. And then general steroid possibilities like acne, aggression. It's a DHT, so more aggression could be present. But in general, you should be pretty good and, and fine with it and tolerate it quite well. Um, T-ball, Terenabol. That would be my number four here. That is a more mild oral steroid, still quite strong, still your toxic side effects, but it doesn't have like your high amounts of like estrogen conversion or any sort of prolactin issues like you get with a DECA or a TREN or things like that. It's more mild. It's still going to get you great results, but not crazy drastic results. And so that I would definitely have on my list. Number five would be Masteron. Masteron doesn't carry a ton of side effects. The problem though with Masteron, you wanna be a little bit leaner to use it. Not saying you have to be, but I also have a video on that you should check out if you're not aware. It's gonna shine a lot more uh, the leaner that you are and you're gonna get far more out of it, but it's definitely lower on the side effects. It's another DHT derivative, so you gotta be very aware. It's, it seems to cause more people hair problems. And then there's a lot of aggression that can then result from it. Some people don't experience that so much, and some do. Uh, but those are the top five for beginners. Now, I'm going to cover three more <clears throat> that I don't have the biggest issue in the world running on second or third cycles. And a lot of people do use all three of these on second or third cycles, especially two of them. Um, so first, I'm going to talk about equipoise. That's not as commonly used on a second cycle as the other two, but I wouldn't have a major issue with it. I would just say that the others that I listed have less side effects and they'd be better for a beginner. Equipoise, especially with the, the concern and worry of, of having to donate blood because of the increases in, in RBCs, your red blood cells and things like that, and where uh, requirement of donating blood is definitely there. Um, but it's still more mild in comparison to to other compounds like uh, uh, Anadrol, for example, which I would definitely avoid, or Halotestin or Trenbolone um, as a beginner. D-Ball and DECA are the other two that I see a lot of people use on second cycles, and I don't have a major issue with it. Um, I think there's better options like I listed. DECA, if you respect DECA, you should, and what I mean by that is not running absorbent amounts of dosing with it. You should be okay with side effects and it should be rather light, but a lot of people like to run either crazy amounts of tests, crazy amounts of DECA, when in reality, if you just keep both those doses moderate, you shouldn't run into too many issues, if any. Uh, but everybody's different. Now, D-Ball um, is 
the high amounts of estrogen conversion, I feel like it's not great to start there, but it's not as so hard on you like an anadrol halotestin, for example, or superdrol in the oral, you know, areas of steroids. And, and like I said, I don't prefer these on second or third cycles, but I don't have a major issue with it either. Um, just you have to really understand how to control estrogen, how the importance of blood work is, you know, understanding that you need to have aromatase inhibitors and other ancillaries on hand and understanding your post-cycle therapy and things of this nature. Then I don't have the biggest issue with it. Just understand these things need to be controlled. They need to be understood. And, you know, I still say that my top five would be the better options to go with on first, second, and third cycles. But it's not an impossibility, nor is it just completely frowned upon to go the other route as well. So there you have it. That's the follow-up. That is the five... I guess up to eight better steroid options and safer options for a beginner. That being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.